Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. Once again, you've reached episode number 270, entitled Make Your Website International with WPML. It was published on Thursday, the 17th of March, 2022. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and just before we begin, a few bits of very short housekeeping. If you like the content that we create, you can find more of it. Go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe and sign up to our newsletter. We will then send you an email each time we create one of the two bits of content that we do every week and anything else that we might create. But we do the podcast episode that comes out on a Thursday. That's what you're listening to now. But also every Monday, 2 p.m. UK time, we do the WP builds this week in WordPress show that's live but then I repurpose it and put it out as a podcast episode on Tuesday but we'd love to have you with us on the live show come and join us and then you will be able to share your comments live on the screen The other thing to mention is that the podcast really gets a bit of a boost if you go and recommend us or like us on your podcast player of choice. So, for example, if you go to Apple Podcasts and give us a nice review, that really does help and we'd appreciate that very, very much indeed. The other thing to mention would be wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. It's a deals page, obviously, and it's a bit like Black Friday, but every single day of the week. Head there if you're into WordPress products and you want to find coupon codes. 365 days of the year. They're there, searchable, filterable. You never know, you might save yourself a few pennies. WPBuilds.com forward slash deals. And a few of you have been signing up to our open source version of Twitter. It's Mastodon is the name of the software. And we've got that at WPBuilds.social. Yes, that's a URL, WPBuilds.social. You can sign up there and join the conversation. It's pretty quiet at the moment, but you never know. If I keep droning on about it, you never know. We might be able to swell the community over there. And the last one, wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. If you would like to get your product or service in front of a WordPress specific audience, you can do that. And guess who has? Well, Cloudways has. Cloudways provides the ultimate managed WordPress and WooCommerce hosting solutions. Easy setup allows you to get started in minutes. Focus on your business and say goodbye to hassles. Get started with their free three-day trial to enjoy unmatched performance, superb uptime, and 24-7 active support. You can find out more at cloudways.com. And we really do appreciate Cloudways for stepping up and supporting the podcast and keeping the lights on. Okay, let's get stuck into the main event, shall we? Today's podcast, I'm talking with Dario from WPML. WPML is a translation plugin. If you've been in the WordPress space for any length of time, then I imagine that you've heard of it. But the idea is that you want to take your site global. And in order to do that, it needs to be available in a whole variety of different languages. And that's what WPML can do for your WordPress website. So I talked to Dario today. We talk about how it works, what can be translated, what are the core features? Does it work with ACF and Toolset and other plugins like that? Can you get professional translations done? Where does it go into your site? Does it affect performance? The pricing, the roadmap, the whole lot. We talk about it here. I would say that Dario's 
audio is a little bit glitchy in places. It's totally listenable, but just a bit of a heads up that there was obviously some gremlin on Dario's side, but it's still a very nice podcast episode. And so I hope that you enjoy it. Hello there. Welcome to the interview section of the podcast today. I am joined by Dario from WPML. How are you doing, Dario? Hello, Nathan. Uh, nice, nice to be here. Uh, I'm great. And you? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Now, Dario um, was very generous. He said, you can just introduce me as Dario, but I feel that your full name ought to be said. Would you say your full name largely because I'm inept and was unable to pronounce it? So what is your actual real full name? Sure. So so I'm from Croatia, so it's a Slavic, uh, you know, uh, surname. It's uh, Dario Jasbets Hrvatin. Yeah, thank you for that. I'm I'm glad that you you did it and not me because I didn't want to didn't want to butcher it. Dario is on the the podcast today. He's got many hats, and one of them is the WPML hat. There's also um, working with Toolset as well, but probably won't stray into that. We're just going to talk about WPML today. WPML, if you have never heard of it. It's a plugin which enables you to translate your WordPress website into multiple languages. And we're going to explore that today. My suggestion would be go out and Google WPML and you can find the website and perhaps go and have a quick look around, see what it is that we're talking about, and then come back here and click play again. But uh, let's begin with the, the most basic of questions. How long has WPML been around, Dario? Because it feels like it's one of the one of the older of the translation plugins on the WordPress side. Uh, yes, uh, it's definitely one of the oldest. Not, I wouldn't say the oldest, but I think it's something like uh, ten years. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> exactly, but uh, something like that. Because uh, we we started like as a you know like a free plugin. So uh, and then later we added the the, the 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 you know premium model. Yeah. Okay. So it's been around a very long time, and that to me is a is always a good measure of something. I mean, it doesn't necessarily always equate to quality, but if you've been around for a very long time doing the same thing um, for many many years, then at least you've got heritage, and you know that it's a a profitable company which is going to be here in a few years time as well. Let's get to let's get some different questions though. The one of the things that I wanted to ask you is, I didn't know, and I don't know if you'll have an answer to this, but I was curious as to whether translating your website, as far as you're aware, might be mandatory. In other words, you have to do it. Um, obviously, if I'm in the UK, there's a compulsion for me to obey all sorts of guidelines around what the website content should be like in terms of accessibility and what have you. But I don't know that there's a language component. I don't think that if I put a website out and it has to be in English and another and another. But I was wondering if there were some jurisdictions where it was compulsory or mandatory, or if you knew anything around that. Um, that's a very interesting, interesting question. So uh, I'm not sure, but from I like off the top of my head, like I do know that some, uh, I think even in Croatia, where I'm originally from, I'm now living in Slovenia, I think that for some like uh, public websites, you definitely need to be in the um, uh, like local language. So, uh, and also for some, I think business uh, businesses. You know. So let's say I, I think it's kind of an interesting question for today's uh, you know uh, world because you could have like um, you could live in I don't know some other country which doesn't speak English by default, for example, and uh, you know uh, you you have a startup. Okay, 
you are online, it's everything in the cloud, and you offer some services to the whole world, you know. So naturally, as a developer, as a business person, you start in English, of course, because, you know, it's like for, for the whole wor world. And I think some jurisdictions do, like, um, tell you, so if you're like, a, you know, a property, like a business, that and you have a website, I think you at least need to have some sort of... A, local language version yeah but i don't know where exactly no no it's interesting because yeah. it did bring to mind actually a couple of things first thing is i'm sure that if you are doing something for the government in this country mm -hmm. let's say for example it would be oh i don't know some sort of medical website or you know something to do with taxation and, and it is literally for the government i think there would be a compulsion i think you would have to have at the bare minimum english welsh and and probably something else on there but it just brought to mind perhaps somewhere like Canada, where there are two official languages, you've got French and you've got uh, English. I My assumption in Canada would be that maybe everything, literally everything, has to be in both languages because the population is is speaking those two languages in, in different parts. So, yeah, anyway, it was just a, a, a sort of curious aside, really, but we don't need to dwell on that. Um, with the with the interface of WPML, obviously it's going to be hard to describe it because you're going to be doing it in words as opposed to you know a screenshot or or what have you. I was just wondering what it is that you can translate. So you know we've got in WordPress we've got posts and we've got pages, but then there's all sorts of other things which end up on the screen. We've got headers and footers and menus. We might have custom post types with custom fields and all of these kind of things. And I was wondering if all of this was translatable just within the plugins interface uh, yes uh, and yes so uh, <laughs> nice. like I, i'm i'm like so my uh, i'm a content manager for us so i write a lot of documentation so i'll i'll try to use words as, as best as possible nice. but you did a very good summary of uh, what you can translate so um like i because we also like have a lot of experience naturally with like with working with translation services, you know, and uh, we understand different uh, like uh, approaches to translate to translation. I would always uh, separate two things. Uh, there is the content, you know, on a, your on your site, on your WordPress site. The content is a post, you know, the post body and its title, and then and of course your regular WordPress pages, and then you can have like custom posts, right? You can have like portfolios yeah, or yeah. frequently asked questions, whatever it is, but it's still a post in WordPress, right? It's it's in the database as a post, essentially. So that's one thing. That's the that's the content your site. This is what you write. This is what you know. And then there are different little texts all across your site, which come from different places. So one place would be your theme, you know, because you could have like a theme specific for your niche. So maybe you're a restaurant, so there will be something in your team that mentions menus and uh, like eating menus and like uh, things like, um, uh, you know, like recipes, whatever, yeah. you know. So these strings come from your theme and you need to translate them. But they're kind of separate from your content. Sorry. Uh, separate for, for from your content. So... Um, uh, and then you, you can have menus, which you want to translate. And then you can have widgets. You know, all of these things are separate from your main content, from your posts and pages, but you need to translate them. And 
of course with WML you can translate everything there is on your site. Okay, so you literally can translate all the bits and pieces. So for example, you can obviously do the content. That would be the, the main one that everybody would be worried about in terms of, you know, whether that's a page or a post, you can certainly modify that. I can imagine the plugin has absolutely no purpose if you couldn't do at least that bit. But you you can also translate strings from custom post types plugins like ACF or Toolset or whatever it might be. And what about things like metadata? Can t uh, let's, let's think about the media library, for example. We might like to uh, translate the, the description of an image or something like that. All of that can be, can be handled in the, in the interface, right? Yes, that's a good question because like, uh, images are like, specific. Because you can, of course, you can translate, like, um, as you said, descriptions and like captions, stuff like this. But we also allow you, uh, we have a little add-on, which, which comes with your uh, account anyway. Uh, so um, uh, that allows you to translate images. So let's say you have an image in English, but uh, it has some text on it on the photograph, right? Or something. Huh. And then, yeah. or maybe it's your user interface that you're showing in English. And then this image needs to be in other English, uh, in other language. It needs to be also the photo or the screenshot needs to be in in another language. So you can say like, okay, for French, I want to use this image. You know, so also the image itself is basically different for different languages. Yeah, I, I really I hadn't even thought about that. So an, an example might be, I, I guess, like a shop or something like that, where uh, yeah, you've got an yeah. image of a shoe or something, and it's twenty percent off. Well, that that twenty percent off would be obviously different in another language. So you can basically replace an image in the same way that you replace text. You can say swap that image. Is it constrained to images? Can you do things like I don't know, show a different video um, instead of uh, you know the English version of the video? Can I show the French version or the Italian version or whatever it might be? Um, that's a good question. I didn't test that, but um, so with this kind of to show different videos. Um, you mean in a page? Yeah, or? so I guess it comes that that would just simply come to content, right? You would just yeah, swap out so, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's different. So uh, in this case, you would need to uh, depends on who's translating. If you're translating, you you would just put another in the editor. You can just put another uh, link, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's doable. Okay. But yeah. yeah. So okay. So basically, what we're saying is pretty much everything is translatable from post pages, menus, custom post types, anything you can imagine. It's basically translatable. So the the next thing from from the user point of view, me, the website owner, how do I actually do this kind of stuff? What does it look like? And and I know that's going to be difficult to explain. But if I log into my WordPress website, we, we maybe need to. Uh, we're at that point where a lot of people are moving over to the new editor, but there are some people who are sticking to the old editor. And I don't know if that causes a, a difficulty. You know, maybe you've got one interface for the Gutenberg editor and another interface for the old classic editor. But how do we actually interact? Um, and then, of course, we've got page builders. How does, how does all of this work? Where, where do we actually go? What buttons are we pressing? And all of that good stuff. Okay, so I think uh, it, it's actually simple because we don't uh, make a difference between what type of content it is. I mean, how it was created, you know. Mm -hmm. um, for us, uh, I'm talking for us as a plugin, as a as a service, you know. Um, they are all. It's all just text. Okay, so all we need to do, our developers need to make sure is that like WML uh, sees. Where, which texts are in your content, you know? So it doesn't matter for us if it's uh, built with Elementor or Gutenberg, it's, it's fine, you know? So all we get out is is sentences, strings, you know, 
uh, these kind of like words, you know, this is what we get. And then uh, our uh, translator, I'm sorry, translation editor doesn't care, <laughs> essentially, you know, it's just, it's just text for it. So um, we now have like a, it's called advanced translation editor, which is essentially, um, it's, uh, it's in a cloud. So it's connected directly with WML, but it doesn't go on inside your site, inside your WML plugin. It's uh, you're taken to like a, a cloud service, which is called uh, Advanced Translation Editor, and you have the source on one side and you translate on the other. Okay, so it's just like image sentences, and it's like a uh, you know the cat tools. I don't know if you know what cat tool yeah. is. It's it's uh, the the tools that professionals use to translate. You know, but uh, this is like a simplified one, so it's really simple to use. Everyone can use it, and it's really clear. So you can even you have a button to automatically translate, for example, and then it just populates your uh, you know sentences, uh, and you can edit them. You know, for example, or you can add uh, words to your glossary and so on. Okay, you know, so. It's uh, it's very simple. So, uh, sorry, did I answer your yeah, question? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to drill down a little bit. So, uh, in a in a blog post, that that would be fairly straightforward because you know you've got the you've got the header, the footer, and then you have just basically got some text and a few images thrown in. The but the text is is easy to edit. Now, do you sort of break it down? So, let's say I've written a ten thousand word masterpiece. It's huge and long. Do you treat that ten thousand word masterpiece as one? piece of content that you edit in in your cloud editor or is it broken up into like i don't know can you break it up into smaller sections and tackle tackle a bit one day and another bit another day and so on or is it just one big lump okay so uh sorry <clears throat> so uh, uh in our old editor which is like we call it classic uh, editor uh bits like uh, post body would be one uh one uh, field you know like one Got it. uh text to edit but now with the advanced translation editor which is a default one for some time uh, and it's really easy to use and it's really more advanced so uh all the text is uh, uh bro broken down into pieces okay so uh each sentence is its own string and you s see it in in its own line okay so uh, this is great because it uh, it allows you to like uh, concentrate on each uh, part of your text separately. However, uh, if you use automatic translation, the we uh, we don't, like, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, automatic translation works best if it has as, as much context as possible. So for example, if you send a word or like a phrase to, one phrase to a translation, to, to a machine translation, it's kind of, harder for the machine to know the context and how to properly translate. Mm -hmm. But if you send it to your post of 10,000 words, as you said, you know, okay, then it, 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 it has like, uh, it has analytics that uh, tells it like, what's the context of this little phrase that you want me to translate? And then it connects everything and the translation is much more natural. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if this makes no, sense. No, 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 that, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. The, the, okay. So you mentioned Elementor a minute ago and the fact that it's possible to use uh, WPML with Elementor. So imagine any page builder, Beaver Builder, Elementor, Oxygen, whatever you like. So let's say that I've got a really complex layout. I've got images over here, video over here, and I've got, you know, text dotted around all over the place. 
let's say that I want to modify there's uh, some text three three sections down three rows down on my page and it's next to an image how do I actually how do I actually edit that I cl click on it in some way is there a button which then takes me to a new tab and I'm then just editing that particular paragraph uh, sorry so so sorry if I wasn't uh, clear so uh, uh, you don't translate uh, a page in in, in, in that way uh, so imagine this you're on this page it's it's created it's uh, it's uh, designed okay okay you have as you said like you have images and text and stuff so let's say you want to translate yourself you click the plus button and it takes you to this translation editor which has absolutely no design no, uh, of your own it's it's not like there are no images there are no short codes there are no anything just text yep. okay yep. so if your uh, page is like uh, 10 images and one sentence you will just see one sentence and that's all you translate the sentence and when you save it uh, WML, when you visit an, another language, which you translate it to, it will, like, it makes it work as on the original one. It combines everything, like the images and everything in your, in, as it should be. It just puts the right language uh, text. Got it. I, I, I probably wasn't listening hard enough there, but I totally get it now. Thank you for that. The, the, from a technological point of view, how is, it, how is it substituting one thing for another? So let's say, for example, I'm browsing the, the, the website and I'm in English and there it is and I'm good. And then I click on the option to see it in French or German or what have you. What, what is the technology that's going on in the background to pull the English one and substitute it with the, the translated version? Oh, okay. The, I I don't know this <laughs> kind of de details, as I don't. I'm not a developer. So, uh, but uh, um, I I think I don't know honestly. Yeah. I, I don't want to give a, a wrong answer. Yeah, okay. uh, but uh, uh, essentially, I think from what I understand, it's like the same page. Uh, WML just changes uh, like. Uh, yeah, it's in your database anyway. Yeah, so it's not like we're going to a, a separate page, which is just the German page. It's the same page, but the content has been pulled out and substituted. Maybe there's something, I'm guessing, there's probably some something in the URL or something like that, like a parameter like ENG for English or something. Anyway, but okay, so it's the exact same page. So you can be you can be confident that if you if you send somebody to the URL of the original page, they will get to the right place and then they can translate it. Whereas you you know it might be a struggle if they um, if they were to I don't know land on the the German version and that was a completely different URL to the English version. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, the the next question then is well. Really, tell us a little bit, bit about some of the, the, the good stuff in there. You know, some of the things that you think are quite exciting, perhaps features that you believe set you apart because it's WordPress. There's always more than one solution for just about everything. And you've got some um, rival competition in the, in the marketplace. What is it that you feel sets WPML apart? What are the one, two or maybe three things that you think, actually, we, we do this pretty well? Uh Okay, so I uh, <laughs> it's a hard question because you know I'm I'm obviously biased. It's okay. So I I like I like so many things about it, you know. But I I'll try to be short. So uh, I think like uh, one of the best things is, is that we like we touched upon this uh, at the beginning. So that you can really like uh, not only translate the whole site, you know, but you can translate it I, 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 on your own terms. Okay, so you can do it yourself. 
you can send it to someone else in your site. Let's say you have a friend who is a or like a, uh, a translator you know, you know, create them a user in your site and send them to do the translations. And then you can use a translation service, which is like we have a, like a, a, a around 100 integrated translation services from all around the world. So like you can send it to professionals, they do the translation, send it back to your site, that's it. You just pay and you're done, you know. And finally, you now have with the WML 4.5, which is which uh, was recently uh, released. You can use, you can just say to WML like, you know, you you can translate my whole site automatically, and I'll just like do the reviews if I want, or if you don't want to do the reviews, you can leave it as it is, you know. So I think like this kind of uh, uh, full features is like something I'm not sure others have, you know. It's like really like you have freedom to do translations however you you want, yeah. you know. So I think that that's a big thing, and the newest big thing I would say is automatic translation, uh, which uh, as I said just got released because um, a lot of people were asking for this, you know. And there are um, our competitors, not all of them, but some of them do have automatic translation, but uh, in some cases I know that they don't. Um, save these translations in your into your database but it's somehow in their cloud or something like this so i don't know the technical details but we don't do this so wml like you own your translations okay so uh once you do them in any way if it's an automatic translation or a professional service or you do it yourself it's in your database okay so and uh, you can do it with it whatever you want if you want to switch to another you know a solution you can even export everything and import it again and you know I think that's that's pretty cool but um just uh, one f final thing yeah. is like uh, just to say like that automatic translation is becoming really incredible and it's not like um because uh, you know I, I don't know if you notice this but like uh, I, I i remember a, a moment when i went to this um, site which is about art they, they share like uh, great photographs and paintings and stuff like this and i was reading and it's in french it's a french site you know and i'm reading it on my mobile and it's like i really want to read this text the, the images is are, are great i want to know about this artist you know and i see that like okay wait I, it's like uh, i'm in chrome so i can translate it so i used automatic translation and it's from french to english obviously and it's incredible it was like uh I understood, it was not just that I understood everything, but everything was like really spot on. Like the translation was incredible. And this was two years ago, mm. like that, that when this happened. So today in WML, you have like, you can choose from Google Translate. You can use a, a Microsoft Azure, you know, translator, mm -hmm. or you can use DeepL. And DeepL is like, I think uh, it, its uh, algorithms are like uh, uh, top of the, you know, um, industry. And it's incredible what, what these uh, these um, things do, you know, but they're not perfect, of course, you know. So as I mentioned earlier, sometimes things go out of context. So, you know, you could have a button that says something like, I don't know, save or upload. And in different languages, you could say this in different uh, ways. You know, it can be like a, uh, an action or it can be a, a noun. So, um, uh, so this is where you would like to have someone to look at it like someone human and this is where actually uh professional tr translators are still crucial so we allow you to, to you know invite anyone as a professional translator go in check automatic translation 
and uh, do it. And I actually uh, talked to some of our uh, translators that we know, and uh, they are not like scared of it. You know, you would say like, oh my God, we're all losing our jobs because, you know, Google will translate everything. It's not true because as I said, like, there are like technical documents, legal documents, you know, sp special niches that, you know, it's, it's not easy to translate, especially for a machine. And then they understand that it's not, it won't take their jobs away, but, uh, you know, automated translation will allow them to do more stuff uh, quickly, yeah. you know? So you just go in, it's translated. Okay, I'm a translator. I will now check. It's readable for humans and it's like, uh, culturally and like uh, contextually it, it makes sense yeah yeah i think i think you're right I, i'm always astonished by the, the the rate of development of ai around language in particular i um i use a an ai script to to turn my this audio in fact this audio your words will be put through an ai algorithm and out out it comes on the other side and, and it is remarkably uh, clever and so I would imagine, obviously, I would imagine the job of going from audio to text is is more difficult because there's accents and, you know, mispronunciation or different dialects and what have you. Whereas you've got to imagine that over time, certain phrases and certain translations from one language to another, eventually that that job of work will be largely complete because we've pretty much done every possible combination over the years we've tr translated all these things to all these other things so yeah that's really interesting but i do like the fact that you've still got in there the option to to send this away to a, an actual human being who can then go and check it and you know obviously do the do the perfect translation how um what's the costing of that you know Obviously, the costing of a human being, I'm guessing, will be significantly more. But e even even the the sort of Google and you mentioned DeepL and all of these kind of things. Do, do you have any insight into what they cost? Let's say for a, a thousand words. I don't know if it's measured in that way. Ah, uh, okay. Now you got me. Um, wait. Um, so I. It's kind of. Um, so um, let me let me think and give you a proper answer. So um, it's kind of like. Um, uh, this is actually uh, like uh, <laughs> uh, some 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 people complain about this. When you create like a uh, a paid, uh, let's say DeepL, this is like translation service. I mean, not translation service, the, the automatic translation uh, machine translation service. Um, it's different if you do it like on a personal basis. You know, like you Nathan go in and take a, an, an account. You know, yep. and uh, it's different for us who work through their APIs and stuff. You know. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing, and uh, we it's kind of related to the amount of words, you know. So um, the more uh, words you spend, the more more you need, uh, the 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 better the pricing it, it Got is. Got it. Okay, I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Higher volume, but, volume uh, pricing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I can tell you just like um, we have it on our, we have like a, obviously we have a page where we talk about uh, pricing for uh, automatic translation. So I can just tell you that something like, um, let, let's go high, okay, let's go really high. And uh, if you, sp currently, if you spend like um, up to 500,000 credits, and I'll, I'll explain credits in a second, that's like 70 bucks, you know, and that's a lot of words, you know. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't quite know what a credit equates to. Is that okay? So a credit depends on the service. So uh, uh, one credit is one word for um, 
Microsoft Azure, okay? Yeah. And uh, then it goes up like, uh, I think uh, Google is like uh, three credits and uh, um, Deeple is five because they are more expensive, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, but anyway, like 500,000 credits for 70 bucks that like, uh, usually like that's more more than like usually sites need. yeah i'm with you so on the on the on the agile side 500,000 credits literally equals 500,000 words on the deepl side it'd be 100,000 words and google is 200,000 words yeah it's a lot it's a, it's a large amount and so is that do, is that chargeable directly do i pay wpml for that and you get a better pricing uh, because you're doing things on in volume, or do I combine? Do I just link my API keys with my DeepL account? Or that's the thing. You cannot link it because they don't allow it. Got it. Got it. Got okay. It, got so, uh, but uh, you can. So with us, you can ch uh, you can choose what you, uh, we have. This like uh, pay as you go yep. account. Yep. So it's essentially like uh, we charge you per month. Okay. Uh, but uh, the thing is, we don't charge you anything if you don't spend anything. Okay, because uh, so it's not like a subscription. It's subscription. There, there is no like uh, monthly fee. There's no such thing. So if you translate your site, like let's say this month, you have everything sorted out, and you don't translate for another year, you know that's it. You you paid it, and you know uh, there is no charge to your account. And then in like uh, half a year, you say, okay, I, I I need to change my you know pages a bit, uh, you know, and then you translate more, and you just pay for what you just got did, it. You know? Got it. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Uh, and sorry, uh, besides this, you can also buy like a bulk of credits, you know, like uh, you say, like, I, I don't want this like kind of uh, an account, you know, I'll just buy like, uh, I don't know, uh, 200,000 credits. And that's like, uh, I don't know, 100 and something bucks. Okay. So, uh, and then these credits don't expire. You have them in your account and you use them how you, how you, you know, whenever you want. So that's like a prepaid model, I presume. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, that's great. Thank you. I'm really into the whole AI thing. That's fascinating. So WordPress has been changing quite a lot. We've um, we've had Gutenberg introduced, which is becoming more and more used. I'm just wondering if um, if there's anything on the WPML side which relates to Gutenberg in particular. Do you know if you're writing your text in Gutenberg, is it the exact same process that you mentioned before? Are there any kind of blocks that you have or anything around the new block editor that we might need to know about? Uh, well, uh, I to be honest, like we always make sure that we follow uh you know the wordpress's lead in general you know so as soon as it uh, became you know known that gutenberg is coming we were on on top of it you know so we we pay very much attention to what you know uh, the folks are doing there so everything uh, essentially just works you know um we make sure that it worked from the day one you know like uh, when they released gutenberg we released a new version and you know, it, it just works with the Gutenberg. It doesn't matter, like, uh, what you have inside, what uh, blocks you use, like, um, it will work. You, you can translate it easily. And uh, we do have, um, um, wait, we have a widget for, uh, I think, like, you know, for the widgets, you know, there's like, a, so you can like, uh, there's a WML widget for widgets and like for the language switcher, if I, I remember correctly, you know. So not like we don't need like a lot. Uh... Yeah, if everything's being handled on on the sort of cloud side, then you probably don't. But yeah, I was curious about things like where the where the little translate, you know, the 
show me this site in French button, whether there was like a, a widget for that uh, or a block for that that you could drop into the content somewhere and, and that would be the location of your little flag icons so to go from Portuguese to French or whatever it might be. Um, not at this moment. No. Okay. You mean like a condition or something like a condition? Yeah, or just something that you could drop in. You know, if you only translate a couple of pieces on your entire website, it might be rather than having a, a translate menu item, which is permanently there, but is pointless because you've only got a couple of pieces translated. If you could drop it in, like you say, contextually, only onto this blog post or whatever it might be. Uh, I don't think no. so. Okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, sorry. Uh, can I just like uh, one? I, I need to man- make one amend. Uh, so I, I just like open it. So I, I, I told you uh, wrongly uh, just about this like uh, what credits are. So uh, I, I, I told you correctly, but I completely like misfired on the amount. So uh, one credit uh, is one word for Microsoft Azure. And two credits are one word for Google, and three are for Deeple. So it's not like one, three, five, but one, two, three. Okay, because uh, I just yeah, it's cheaper. That's why I wanted to clarify it because you know that's that's different. Story. Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, okay, a few more questions if that's alright with you. Now, obviously, if we're swapping things dynamically based upon certain conditions, you know, I want to see this in French. I want to see this in English. There, there must be some sort of hit somewhere in terms of the the load times and what have you. And I wondered if you had any any insights into that, whether the team have any data as to whether it typically slows things down or how performant it is, basically. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, there are two things here I would mention. Uh, now that you mentioned all of this, like I, I, I actually can better answer your previous question about how it all works. So, um, uh, if you remember, I don't know if you remember Q Translate. Uh, it's it's one of the plugins that used to be uh, uh, popular for translation. So uh, it uh, used to work like this: like you have a post, and then you have translations, and all of these translations are saved inside your uh, the same post. You know, it's just yep. like they are they were like uh, separated. Uh, with WML, you don't have this. So you have a uh, essentially you have a, um, uh, you have a a post, you translate it, that translation is another post, okay? And what uh, WML needs to do is connect between two, these two, right? So this is why we have some uh, custom, you know, uh, database tables where we say like, okay, this bo- uh, this English uh, post is translated into this post. So essentially, your translation post is the same. Just as we t- said before, it's it, ha- it uses the correct... Uh, language right it's not english anymore but maybe it's german or spanish or portuguese whatever so uh, but it's compiled in, in the same way way so if it's like um, created by a page builder it's just it it it's built through their modules and widgets or whatever you know so it's the same so the loading uh, time does not wait for wml to insert anything you know it's uh, essentially the same page just with different language um, i mean the same design with the different content uh, language wise yeah. so uh, the performance there is uh, there is like we all know like every plugin you you know basically every pl- plugin you activate it takes like a tiny fraction of the performance but that's not there are no hits here that that would be significant uh, the other part of this is like uh, translations coming from you know the mo files yep. uh, that yep. usually come with like plugins and themes so uh, we used to like a few uh, years ago, we used to have a problem with this uh, because of the way we were loading them. 
and storing them. Um, so now we are basically we changed this completely, uh, and uh, this was the only like performance uh, I would say uh, snag that we hit along the the road, which is now obsolete for. I think it's already like been two years at least that we fixed this and. Uh, uh, of course, you know, every, as I said, every plugin adds a bit, but uh, it's uh, definitely like um, it's not uh, nothing that I, I don't know how to explain. Like it's um, it's not significant. Yeah. You know? OK. And uh, I actually um, <laughs> I don't know if you, you could Google this or if anyone listening to this uh, would be interested in. Uh, so we uh, you know, when this all uh, thing about uh, Google and performance started, yeah. when they said, yeah. like, you know, your site needs to be faster. Uh, well, you know, uh, so that's kind of went quiet for a while. Uh, but uh, when all of this started, we were very interested in the topic and we still are, we still are because you know, essentially, we do think that sites should be, you know, fast and, uh, you know, they should be responsive. Uh, so uh, I did a video for this. Uh, uh, like it was it's like, a, I think, 15 to 20 minutes video where I um, said, like, OK, let's build a WooCommerce store, you know, with WML. So translate it, of course, and see how it impacts performance. OK, so I did this and I did this step by step and it's in the video and uh, the it stayed in the green, okay? So we activated like WooCommerce, um, uh, it stayed in the green, then we activated WML, it stayed in the green, something else. We built a, a whole store and it, it, it was still green in the, you know, the, the page, uh, Insights page. Um, and uh, that was kind of, you know, eye-opening and we keep a very close eye on Oh, that's nice. I mean, that because that's a that's a big concern these days, isn't it? With Core Web Vitals and all of that, people want to be sure that, and, and obviously if you are rendering different content, that is a potentially a, a real downfall. So it's good to know that you've been thinking about that. Okay, we're um, we're sort of fast moving into the, the latter part of this. So let's get on to some nitty gritty stuff. Firstly, let's talk about pricing. Um, you you probably just want to tell us about the different price brackets. We, we've obviously, we've discussed the, the sort of pricing for the actual translation. So I'm talking more about the, the license for the plugin itself. What uh, what What's the pricing as of this day? So it's uh, quite straightforward. Uh, we have like yearly subscriptions, um, uh, and there are like three editions. So you can get a multilingual blog for thirty nine dollars. Uh, you can get a multilingual CMS. That's like the regular, most popular, um, you know, uh, account type for ninety nine dollars. And if you're like an agency that builds, you know, like multiple sites for multiple clients. We have a, an account for you, which is one hundred and ninety nine dollars per year. So this is yearly. And uh, do you want me to quickly just tell you the differences? Yeah, please, please. Okay, so um, so the the ninety nine the, the most regular one, like multilingual CMS, which most people get, is like it gets you like uh, you can use it on three sites, right. so dif three different sites. But you also get like uh, you, you need to register uh, register WPMIL uh, obviously, but you get like um, development uh, registration keys as well. You know, so you don't need to worry about like using your uh, key on a development site. You you get additional ones, and uh, you can just use that for development. And then when you go to production, you just use your one of three quick keys. And a multilingual agency, obviously, if you're an agency, you can just like uh, have as many sites as you want. Okay. 
Right, so the $99 one gets you three sites. The the multi-agency one at $199, that's, you can put that on as many as you like. I get it. And and for these two, you get all of the features. So all of our add-on plugins, everything is included, okay? Um, uh, and this is what def- differentiates it from the multilingual blog, which is meant, as, it, as the name says, blog, you know, it's meant for, like, simpler sites. So in this uh, case, you do the translation yourself. So there is no like, uh, you know, managing of translation and sending it to others or automatic translation. And, uh, you know, so basically it's just like you translating your posts and pages. That's what it comes down to. Okay, so I think this is like important. So because we were talking about automatic translation. So uh, we, before we uh, published, like released our, this like big uh, 4.5 release of Darknell, which introduced the whole uh, automatic transla- translation to our clients, uh, we had a research and uh, we went to see like uh, of our clients and we have like a, uh, more than a million installs, you know, we checked their sites um, and uh, we wanted to see like what is an average number of words that their their site have you know what what they need to translate and uh, we extrapolated like a kind of a free uh, credits for them so when you buy for example cms for 99 dollars you get 90000 free credits uh, with that you know so this actually we we uh, uh, you know, we our research shows that this should cover something like eighty percent of our client sites. You know, that would just like mostly translate the whole site. You know, so besides uh, getting the plugin, you get this like um, uh, ninety thousand free credits, and you can also automatically translate. Got it. Yeah. So in the in the ninety nine dollar deal, you get ninety thousand free credits, and in the one nine nine deal, the agency one, you get one hundred eighty thousand, so double double the amount. Got it, got it. Okay, that's great. Okay, yeah. So last couple of questions then. First one is um, around the roadmap and the future. Have you got any insights into that? Is there anything that's being developed currently that you're excited about that you can talk about? Okay, so uh, this was a, a huge release, you know, and uh, we do like uh, I don't know if you know this, but we do like staged uh, uh, rollout. So this means that we don't like just like push the button and everyone gets this version and they can update. But we, you know, start with like uh, 1% of the clients and then 10% and so on, you know, uh, because as we have so many clients, um, uh, we uh, automatically, we, we do like, uh, we check that nothing gets broken on the way, you know. So any red flags, we would just stop it and fix it and, you know, go on. There were absolutely no red flags. Everything looks uh, fine so far. Uh, so we are slowly rolling it out to everyone. Not yet. We are, I think, on 10% now. Okay. Uh, so we are still kind of in this uh, release cycle. Okay. Uh, and the next uh, plan is to uh, basically, we are gathering as we go. Uh, we are like talking to our clients, you know, who switch to things like automatic translation. If there is anything that is bothering them or they found something or they have, they often have great, uh, uh, you know, requests like, okay, I really like this, but it could, it would be even better if you added, you know, this and this and this. So we are listening to this now, and uh, um, you know, this will be the basis of the next, I would say, bigger release. But for six, which is planned, I think, uh, I don't know, I, I cannot say this. I'm not. <laughs> I don't lead. I, I don't lead the dev- uh, lead. Uh, yeah, I don't lead the development team, so I cannot say this. But uh, the plan is to work on this, uh, like, um, you know, 
polish out uh, any performance things, uh, usability issues that clients raise, like to really polish, you know, everything that we can. And then again, uh, another cycle will be more related to uh, uh, features. Okay. Okay, thank you. And the very last question I've got for you is, many people will know this, the the sort of future of the plugin, because in a future release of WordPress, and we obviously can't put our finger on exactly when that will be, but at some point in the next few years, the the capability to do the translations natively within WordPress has been tabled. So it's it's going to come at some point. And I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on that. You know, we had the same sort of debate around WordPress and page builders when Gutenberg came around and there was lots of people saying, well, it looks like the time for page builders is, is up. At the moment, it seems like the page builder industry is, is thriving in just the same way that it has. And Gutenberg really didn't seem to take too much of a chunk out of that at this point. And so wondering if you've got the same thoughts, you know, will will you be leeching away your clients to people using a core feature? Or do you still believe that you've got a, a you know, a, a possibility of surviving long into the future, even with translations handled natively? Uh, well, that's, that's a natural question to ask, you know, and we've been on this topic, you know, since it was in, announced. Uh, and as you said, like, there's very little information you know, even the developers that work in core, uh, that, uh, you know, contribute to core, they don't know exactly at all what, 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 like what the plan is. Okay. So, uh, um, and all the, the features that I previously uh, said that we have, it's kind of hard to imagine this being developed anytime soon. Okay. So I think it will, as you said, it will be very similar to page builders, you know, um, I'm sure there will be some people, you know, let's, let's say, okay, let's, let's, let's say something simple happens. You know, they allow you to translate manually your posts and pages for, for starters, you know, I'm, I'm sure there will be a few people that this is perfectly fine for, and they will go for it, you know, but I don't think, I think it will, it can happen. I mean, it definitely can happen if you give like, let's say, I don't know, you take some million dollars and uh, you form a team and or maybe pay some uh, startup to do it for you you know you could you could do this it's it's possible but still like uh, even all of these uh, today's top translation plugins it took them time to come here yeah you know? and it, it takes a lot of understanding of the translation business i think itself so i don't know i don't know i i'm not uh, i'm not too worried for us at this moment yeah you know because it will take time and uh if we take Gutenberg as a as an example, you know, I I like Gutenberg. You know, I I really like n now doing posts in it. But you know, and we our our toolset plugins they they work uh, very nicely with Gutenberg. I don't know if you use them, you know, uh, but um, the full site editing, uh, even the the one that's planned for to come like at the end of this year, it's kind of it's not nearly close to what page the builders are doing at this moment so i don't know yeah now i understand in other words i i'm not too worried no yeah i i get it because obviously you've got um you can imagine the the the, the options available in wordpress will be fairly 
um, minimal, shall we say, compared to a full featured plugin like you've got with all of the different options that we've just discussed. So yeah, okay, that, that interesting to know. Uh, Dario, I think we've come to the end of our time. I appreciate you spending time with us today talking about WPML. In terms of being able to reach you or a Twitter handle, an email, or maybe just a URL, what's the best place to contact you if people wish to? Um, okay, you can find me, uh, I think, uh, on LinkedIn. Is this okay? Yeah. I, if you uh, search for my name there, you'll find me, and uh, I, I have it, like, notified. I'll be notified immediately, and I'll be happy to, you know, uh, answer any questions or, like, just drop me a line, and I'll be happy to talk. So um, you'll obviously be able to copy and paste Dario's name from the, the show notes. So, Dario, really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks a lot, Nathan. It was great to be here with you. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. Lovely having Dario on the podcast today to talk all about internationalization of your website with the WPML plugin. You can find that episode. It's number 270 on the WP Builds website, wpbuilds.com. Don't forget, we'll be back next Thursday because every two weeks we swap between a chat with David Wormsley and I and an interview. Well, this was an interview, so next week we will have a chat with David Wormsley and I in our WordPress Business Bootcamp series. We're on to Series 2 now. But join us for that. If you don't manage to do that, then maybe join us live, 2pm UK time, wpbuilds.com forward slash live for our This Week in WordPress show. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by Cloudways. Cloudways provides the ultimate managed WordPress and WooCommerce hosting solutions. Easy setup allows you to get started in minutes. Focus on your business and say goodbye to hassles. Get started with their free three-day trial to enjoy unmatched performance, superb uptime, and 24-7 active support. Find out more at cloudways.com. And we do appreciate Cloudways for helping us to put on the podcast. Okay, we're done for this week. I hope that you stay safe and have a good week. I'm going to fade in some cheesy music and say bye-bye for now. <laughs>